0: So let's go ahead and get started, fellas. Ready? Get
1: okay, started. All right.
0: Football fans, welcome to the week six recap round table. We got El we got Hamoud for the first time, and we got Naif, business ready from Saudi Arabia. How y'all doing today?
2: I'm doing great, man. I'm looking forward to this pod. I came prepared, and
0: I'm ready to go. Absolutely, absolutely. Good to have you guys. All right, we're going to jump right in. So the first game, the Atlanta Falcons beat the San Francisco 49ers 28-14, to making me and Naif look stupid because we locked this team up. Um, I'll get started here. Oh, let me, let, me, let me bring in Hisham. Yo, what's up, man? Hey, what's going on, fellas? How you doing? How you doing? We just, Bless, we just got started with the Atlanta Falcons beating the San Francisco 49ers 28-14. Um, I'll start by saying the Falcons' defense played shockingly well. Jimmy G had a terrible game, inaccurate passes all day, left tons of meat on the bone. What did y'all think of this one?
1: Man, where do we begin? Honestly, just watching, uh, first of all, Mariota. And that offense get rolling against a defense like that. They were, I mean, from what I saw, they were rushing the ball really well, which was very shocking to start with. And then just moving. I mean, Kyle Pitt scored a touchdown. I think that is that alone is just a big, big deal right Hallelujah. now. Hallelujah! Second time in his career, or something finally, so. finally, um, yeah. And then again, locking them up on on defense. Imagi really had nothing going for him all game. Jeff Wilson got 25 yards, I think, on the ground. Not much was going for them at all. Um, pretty. Uh, Pretty shocking out- outcome, but man, you love you love watching Mariota getting getting going. It's it's real fun. Remind reminds me of his like first year with the Titans. Good good games. Should I go?
2: I'm gonna go. Go
0: ahead, I'm, I'm, everyone, just jump in.
2: This was a shocker. I mean, none of this matters. Both of these teams are never gonna do anything their entire existence in the NFL. But I had I couldn't believe it. the Falcons had a guy named. Olamide,
0: I don't even know, I will never pronounce this guy's name. You better learn to pronounce his name, because he's a baller. Zacchaeus. What is his name? Zacchaeus. Zacchaeus.
2: Man, he sounds like (laughs) like zucchini. This guy is trash, man. But you know what? He played well. This team, I got to give him credit. They are going to win maybe another three games this season. But hey, they got the W. So you got to, what are you
0: going to do? There we go. Welcome, welcome, Omar Yusuf. We're talking about the uh, the Falcons beating the Niners. Uh, Nayef Hisham, Omar, what do you all have to say about this?
3: Yeah, I mean, I, I didn't, I didn't see this coming. Obviously, I had them. Uh, it was one of my locks of the week. Uh, like Mo said earlier, man, uh, Marcus Mariota just looks different. Uh, it looks like the Marcus Mariota reclamation project out there in Atlanta. Honestly. Uh, they ran the ball right down their
0: throats. I, I don't think Bosa played, right? I think Bosa was out of this game. I think yeah, Bosa's out. Yeah, Bosa's out. Yeah, Mosley's out. Yeah, they're yeah. missing some players on defense.
3: Yeah, I, I, I think that that's what it was for San Francisco. I mean, they usually don't give up this many points. I think this is the first time they give up over 20, right, this year. So, uh, I mean, I didn't see this coming. I don't think anybody saw this coming. I know you guys didn't see this coming because we all made our picks and we all chose San Francisco. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, man. Jimmy G didn't look bad. Jimmy G was all right. I think Jeff Wilson lost a fumble early on. Jimmy G always scored. looks good, man. He's
2: yeah. a good-looking guy, I yeah, just think.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean. Omar, I think you're muted, by the way. Omar, you said. Hisham, did you see this game? What did you think?
4: Uh, to be honest, I did see it as a potential trap game for the 49ers just because uh, they were so banged up on defense. Um I was checking the inactives like for the game, and uh, as soon as I saw that Bosa was out, and then I actually didn't even know that uh, Jimmy Ward, I think it is, uh, broke his hand. Um, so I was like uh, making my decisions for fantasy. We won't get into that, but um, <laughs> um, yeah. decided if I if I liked uh, London or Pitts, and I was I just you know I thought at home and with all the with all that uh, defensive. Uh, side hurting for the 49ers, I knew it might be a good play. Um, but to be honest with you, on, on the other side of the coin, before this game, I think I'm kind of like a Ritter truther, so I was kind of like maybe uh, subconsciously hoping that Mario didn't really do good and they go to Ritter um, just because Pitts, you know, they really haven't been getting him involved. And in, uh, I don't know, he's been, good with, he's been good rushing, but still when you watch some of his throws, they are kind of like – I don't know. This game he did show up though, but I've been watching his uh, some of his tape from the last couple games, and it's been kind of disappointing. But the rushing always keeps him keeps him there and <coughs> proved himself this game.
0: Yeah. Oh, why? What do you think? Yeah, I, I didn't realize I was muted.
5: I, I, I think um, it's also a divisional game, right? Um, is it or no?
0: No, no, no it's not right. conference game.
5: Um. Yeah, it's. You know, sometimes, like, this happens during the season. You, you you come across a certain team at the wrong time. And, like, I, I still think the 49ers, roster-wise, are one of the best teams in the conference. Um, they're just banged up at the moment. And I think they'll probably bounce back. They'll be fine. But, yeah, that was definitely a surprise. I mean, we, I think we all picked them in survival. At least I did. So kind of screwed at this point. But
0: No. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah, as a Hawks fan, I was very pleasantly surprised. But we're going to go ahead and move on to the next game. The New England Patriots beat the Cleveland Browns. 38 to 15. Patriots dominated this game. They utilized their tight ends very effectively. Hunter Henry and John New Smith combined for 122 yards and a touchdown. Uh, Belichick tied George Hollis for second most wins all time. And one thing I'll concede here is that I thought Nick Chubb was going to do well, but I should have known that Belichick takes away the opposition's the best player every week. What y'all think?
1: That was a given, right there, man. I mean, as soon as you see the Browns cannot get it moving without Nick Chubb, once what if you know that, then you know uh, 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 what do you call it? the Patriots are going to know that? Uh, Belichick locked him up completely. I mean, that defense looked like it was their best season. It was the best. It was the best game yet for sure. Um, they had nothing going for them. I think uh, in the beginning, I kind of saw Njoku get going a little bit, but then. After like two catches, he all of a sudden he just disappeared. Um, they had nothing going for them anywhere on offense, and uh, and then I mean, let's let's talk about Zappy a little bit. What is going on with this guy? I mean, he's gonna win. He's gonna win that position. I'm I'm starting to think very quickly. I mean, I don't yeah, think it's like one to mess around with these guys. He's he'll keep the hot hand going for sure. There's there's a stat I saw that said he
5: has I think it's like four touchdowns in two games and like only it's like four has. His ratio is like four to one, and he has like five hundred yards passing in two games. Like, and I think they said he's like the first person to do that in like his first two starts, something like that. And mm. which is like, um, I mean, it's exciting, I guess, if you're a Patriots fan. So you got that going. Yeah, I'd,
0: I'd like to say I didn't call this, but I definitely called this yeah, uh, in our pick'em. <laughs> I told
3: you guys, the legend of Bailey's avenue begins. <laughs> this guy threw six over sixty touchdowns in call in his last year in college. <laughs> I'm starting. Uh, to- I think. Go ahead. My bad. I think the I, I think the Pats have a QB controversy on that. There's I no, mean, there's what, no what controversy. What is his name? Bro. His name. You gotta... Bro, I'm starting to like this
2: guy. <laughs> his name used to sound kind of stupid, but now. And also, forget about Bailey Zappi. They got two rushers, Ramondre and Taekwon. Oh my God, guys with names like that are bound for success in the <laughs> NFL. It is a guarantee that this team is going to the playoffs just based on those two minutes. <laughs> I don't know if we're going to see much of not, that not one
3: moving forward. <laughs> we're live. We're live. <laughs> it has nothing to do with their Hall of Fame coach. huh? It's, it's, it's the running back thing.
4: No, I mean, he's, he's decent.
0: Yeah. Hey, Sam, what do you think?
4: Oh, uh, man, yeah, Bailey's happy. That's incredible. Um, they definitely have a controversy on their hands. Uh, it's kind of funny. Yeah. Um, he played great. Uh, I I definitely you know I, I was intrigued by him coming out of college just as like one of those like late late round dart throws, but um to, yeah to see him kind of he seems like the type of Belichick guy. You know? Yeah, I don't know why yeah. I would say that. It's kind of like the scrappy gym rat. Yeah. Stuff, but I don't know. It just seems like uh, a Belichick guy, and you know he uh, he, he doesn't have really have the size, but he has like the um the uh <coughs> the stats and the pedigree, I guess, in college to um. You know, maybe do something here. And, and, of course, how can you not mention Ramondre? Ramondre season. Oh, yeah.
1: um,
4: I, I kind of knew he was going to smash him in the spot, but still to actually see it happen was, was pretty dope. And um, he, he actually, I think, could have had a bigger game. I think he got stopped at the one uh, once or twice, and then uh, he dropped a couple of passes to him. Uh, but still, straight beast. And when uh, Harris gets back, they got Ramondre and Damian Harris, and they're just – shove it down your throats, so and if Bailey Zappi is just somewhat uh, capable, then you know they might make a little noise.
0: Yeah,
1: double this, trouble. This is old school. They got the two big tight ends. They got they got the two running backs. It does not matter who's lining up at receiver. Absolutely, they're gonna get it moving.
0: Absolutely, moving right along to one of the big shocks of the week: New York Jets beat the Green Bay Packers twenty-seven to ten. Jets defense and special teams effort was amazing. There was a form tackle by. Quincy Williams on Aaron Jones, that you got to go back and check out. One of the most beautiful tackles I've ever seen. The Jets blocked a punt for a touchdown. Uh, Brees Hall emergence continues. What'd y'all think? I called it.
2: I called it. You guys laughed at me. You guys said you're crazy. The Packers are great. They'll never lose two games in a row.
1: And Joe Flacco did it from the bench.
2: (laughs) <laughs> you would have never guessed it, man. I had no idea Zach Wilson was going to start. Honestly, I just watched that one game where they came back, and I was like, "How can you bench that guy after that, man?" But hey, man, it's a good game. Congratulations to
3: the Jets. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I said, I said the Jets were frauds. I, I think I was wrong about that. I think Aaron Rodgers is a fraud. With like absolute <laughs> dog water today. With like absolute dog water. He needs to retire. He's done. I mean, he's going to blame this on on his receivers, but honestly. Uh, I don't think it was the receiver's fault. I, I think, I think the ayahuasca really is wearing
2: of off. Is what's going
3: on here? Right. I think he needs to take some DMT or something.
1: Uh, it's it's not working. Oh man. It's. I mean, you got you got you got to give uh, the offensive line a lot of uh, a lot of a lot of hurt on, on, on this one. I mean, he had nothing going for him. Again, he, he every time he dropped back, he was getting hit. He was. It seemed like he was scared for his life. Sometimes he even once I think escaped the pocket, had plenty of time to throw And I think just. <laughs> Just he just felt like you know what someone's probably gonna hit me any second. It's just it was gonna happen every play. He uh, also his receivers are not getting open. Um, with that said, he, he's not he's not making any time a, in the pocket either. He's not finding any way to move around, get open. He's uh, he's a little beat up at this point too. Yeah. The defense held up held them up for for a good while that first time. I mean it was all defense did all they could, but yeah, they never got it going.
0: Absolutely. And, you know, the Packers went for it on 4th and 14 when they were down 14 points. There's still 11 minutes left in the fourth quarter. And I was thinking to myself, are you really that worried that the Jets, you can't stop the Jets and pin them like on the 5-yard line and stop their offense? Like this whole mindset of the Packers is very foreign to me. You know, the last thing I'll say, Ahmed Gardner, the star rookie uh, defensive back, they call they call him Sauce, and even actually on ESPN.com, his name is Sauce Gardner. I don't know why they're trying to cover up these Muslim names, but put it on there as Ahmed. He had two passes defense and three tackles, and he wore a cheese head off the field and it was knocked off by Alan Lazard, like I guess like when they were like in, in like uh, going to the, uh, the the locker room or whatever. But um I think that there are serious issues brewing in, in Green Bay to lose two in a row to these bad New York teams. Um or I don't know. Maybe these are emerging New York teams. I guess we'll see. Um,
5: I think I think the Jets' defense is emerging.
0: Um,
5: yeah. I don't know about the Jets' offense, and I think the Giants. I don't know if you all already talked about it. I think
0: the Giants are just getting lucky. But if we haven't gotten to it, we'll get to it. Yeah. yeah, five and one, man. But all right, we'll we'll go ahead and continue to move on. So the Indianapolis Colts beat the Jacksonville Jaguars, thirty-four to twenty-seven. G- Dion Jackson totaled 121 yards from scrimmage and a touchdown replacing uh, Jonathan Taylor, which continues to prove how uh, replaceable running backs are by younger running backs. Um, I think Matt Ryan finally decided to give Pittman heavy, heavy targets, and it paid off big time. And Alex Pierce, weirdly emerging as a big receiver for Indianapolis, caught the game winner. What did you guys see?
3: I another, get
1: another game here. I called, huh? <laughs> you called some good ones. Yeah, that, that one I actually thought, I actually thought, um, uh, what Hisham thought about the 49ers. I thought this defense is really beat up. I mean, coming into the season, they were hurt. They just kept <laughs> getting hurt. Um, they're not going to be healthy enough. Jacksonville's got some, some sneaky offense with Etienne finally emerging, but, man... I mean, who would have who would have seen Matt Ryan throwing what three hundred yards, three touchdowns?
0: Big it? game,
1: yeah. And and surprisingly enough, yeah, to the receivers. You would think the tight ends are the ones who are gonna feed off of most of those yards. It wasn't. It was the it was the receivers. Pittman and uh, Alec Pierce had big games. Um, Alec Pierce sneaky sneaky pick by the Very. by the Colts this year for yeah. sure. Very. Yeah.
0: Yeah, last thing I'll say here. So Trevor Lawrence, um, all of a sudden he's a runner. Uh, he, he 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 looked like with that long flowing blonde mane of his, just like just like running down the field, scoring all those you know touchdowns and big gains. It's not part of a game. It's not a part of his game I'd seen before, but um, it was a good game. It was a close game, but we'll go ahead and move on to the Minnesota Vikings beat the Miami Dolphins twenty four to sixteen. Uh, Miami is now three and three after starting three and zero, and I'll just say most importantly, uh, Mike Gesicki made up for his uh, giddy gaff earlier in the in the year by locking in a tight gritty that started from one end of the end zone to the other end, and then halfway down the sideline, uh, and then Thielen scored a touchdown and did a gritty again, and then I thought to myself, we need a new dance. Like, like, like the gritty is the only thing that people are going to do now when they score a touchdown? Hey, man,
2: they could do, the Vikings could do whatever they want, man. This team is on fire, bro. <laughs> it's 1 p.m. Cook Cousins is killing it. Dalvin Cook looks great. Justin Jefferson, incredible. I mean, guys, I, this was the lock for me, and they delivered. And I'm telling you, they will go 15-1 and one this year, guaranteed. This team cannot be stopped. <laughs> yeah,
3: uh, Dalvin Del- Del- Cook didn't really look great today but uh, I mean they are playing an injured Dolphins team I think Dolphins full bell full of health with Tua. I think they win that game uh, I-, I really don't understand why they started the rookie when they had a healthy Bridgewater uh, I think Bridgewater is one of the highest paid backups for a reason uh, I think Miami had multiple opportunities to win this game and they just didn't seize that opportunity Vikings aren't going fifteen and one, and they're definitely not going to the Super Bowl with Kirk Cousins. Every
2: podcast is recorded, just
3: FYI. <laughs> <laughs>
1: just make every game at one.
0: That's right. Yeah, that's your, that's these, four, these four
1: o'clock games are getting tough to watch every week by week. But with the mm-hmm. with with the Dolphins, I mean, I know Tua's hurt, but man, that defense—I don't know if they have a lot of injuries on defense, but they're just not looking as good as they were. Um. And you know, Dalvin Cook didn't have a big game, but he just had that one run all the way down the field. Justin Jefferson still getting loose. I mean, every play. Once you see Phelan getting open in the end zone, that's that's just their recipe for success. Justin Jefferson get all the yards. Phelan and uh, Dalvin Cook do your work in the in the end zone, in the red zone. And uh, this this one was too easy to pick, and you you gotta wonder like is is Tua all that's missing there? I don't know, but because Tyree can. And Waddle are doing their work. I mean, they're getting all the yards they need. They don't have any run game. Um, I mean, Tua's concussions, you got to think about it. They were back-to-back for a reason. They're they're getting hands on them. Um, It's going to be tough without that O-line stepping up a little bit. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Yeah, you're right. Jefferson ate all day uh, against a really poor Miami pass defense, and he looks like it doesn't even matter who he plays. He's just going to continue to do well. So, we'll go ahead and move on to the Cincinnati Bengals beat the New Orleans Saints 30 to 26. Uh Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase back in Louisiana where they where they thrived in college. Chase, dude, Chase had a tremendous game, textbook tremendous catches. He's been underutilized all season. Uh what do y'all think of this game? Hisham, we'll start with you.
4: Uh, this is this kind of like what you expect from Chase, like a couple games like three for 60. Uh, but then he just busts out and, you know, breaks breaks the game. Um, yeah, it was pretty dope to see Chase and, and, and Joe Burrow back, you know, doing their thing. Um, Higgins was pretty banged up coming into the game. Um, I thought they would at least probably give him a, the week off, but he still decided to give it a go. Um, and, you know, served as a decoy somewhat. But he did get more involved than I expected. Um, and, and Mixon kind of... Ha, Having a little slower season to start, um, but getting a lot of opportunities, and you finally took advantage of them today, which was good to see uh, for the Cincinnati side. Um, for, yeah, New Orleans. I mean, what happened to Taysom? They should have just
1: started Taysom now. Show you. You got you, you got to give. I mean, I know I know the Bengals lit it up and, uh, and found a way to get back into that game and win, but man, the Saints. I mean. They shouldn't have even been in this game to start with. How did they make it a game? It makes no sense to me. They had zero zero receivers. Uh, I mean, yes, they got Traquan still and Callaway maybe, but their top two receivers are out. Camaro's banged up, whether you like it or not. I mean, he still looked good. Um, again, when they need it, they find a way to stay in these games, and it's, yeah. it's absolutely mind-blowing that they're even in contention. Every year, I think, man, this is it. They don't have degrees. This is it. They're... They're gonna get washed, but no, they find a way to really stay in contention all season long, and it's. it's I'll tell you how they find watch. a way.
2: They find a way with a guy named Rashid Shahid. Did you guys see that run? This guy has maybe the best name I've ever heard. Rashid Shahid. That's the name you want to say every single time, every single day. He'll do. He will give you some rushd, and then he will do shahada on you. It's
4: like, I'll be stuck. <laughs>
0: Oh, my God. No, you're absolutely right, man. Honestly, the most surprising thing about this game was I turned it on and how well the Saints were doing. I, I guess they play different at home. I guess they're, they're just a better team at home. And I will say Cincinnati almost blew this game uh, towards the end on that, um, that fourth down play where they almost got the ball to Traquan Smith. And Eli Apple pretty much just kind of fell, and then Traquan Smith just kind of tripped over him. But there were, there, were, there was room in that zone by the way, for them to get it and, and score a touchdown at the very end. But anyway, moving on. New York Giants beat the fraud Baltimore Ravens 24-20. to uh, Lamar throwing the ball inaccurately in the fourth quarter. Lamar Jackson throwing a pick with the game on the line. What else is new? Uh, he'll run, uh, and he'll pass uh, dump-offs, and he'll throw to tight ends and running backs and Duvernay kind of in the flat. But um, – I've come to the conclusion Lamar should probably give a third of his salary to Mark Andrews because he's been making <laughs> his career.
3: Guys, uh, actually, Andrews dropped a bunch of passes, man, in the end zone. I don't know if you saw that earlier. I'm sorry, a Thirty percent.
5: No, no, you're oh. fine. This is the worst five and one team in NFL history. Like, for real, I, I have no idea how scored. Yeah, I saw. But I said, I said two weeks ago. I think that Brian Dable should be I, I said if I had a coach or a vote, my vote would be for him for coach of the year based on how he's got them because they don't have the talent. <laughs> Here they are, they're five and one. You know, if you watch their offense, it's completely different than how they've been running it the last few years. Somehow he has like Daniel Jones with this group of mediocre receivers, right, uh, you know, winning these games. You have Saquon looking rejuvenated somehow and I'm, I'm just impressed with his coaching and what he's doing so that that is my like big thing with the Giants is that I think Dable so far has been an excellent head coach and I think that that's a testament like 90 to 100 percent on him so that's kind of what I'd say about that
1: yeah, that's that's all that changed right I mean the offense is practically the same the if anything it's actually worse with the, with the <coughs> amount of injuries on uh, on wide out and then defense defense was, I think, reasonably good last year, too. Um, they, 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 they haven't been that bad. They added some good weapons. But on top of that, I think it's just the head coach. And also, the Ravens' ability to bottle every single lead is also getting ridiculous. I think that, that played a big factor. I mean, I don't know how they're losing these games ridiculous. at this point. Tough to watch. Tough to watch at the end. Heartbreaking for the fans. Uh. but <laughs>
2: I'll, I'll just
1: throw this in. Like I mean, another thing. Go
2: ahead,
3: go ahead, Nath. Yeah, I was just going to say, I mean, how, how many times have we seen Saquon Barkley play six games in a season? Second
0: time? I think, I mean, Penn State. I think that's a that's another reason. I mean, he's really killing it. I think
3: he, coming into this week, he led the league in uh, scrimmage. So, I mean, I, I think they go as far as he goes, and I think he eventually gets injured, and they go back to the back of the NFC East. Simon,
2: I completely agree with you. I have no idea how this team is 5-1. I don't know how Daniel Jones is doing it. The guy looks like somebody you find on LinkedIn who like likes a lot of people's posts and stuff. <laughs> I don't know how this guy is playing at the level that he's playing. I got to give him props, man. But I still don't think they're going to do anything. Would you let your daughter date Daniel Jones? No, this guy has some skeletons, man. You no, know this guy has some skeletons. He has...
3: Daniel Dahmer.
2: <laughs> he probably has... You know, you know, done some very disgusting things, but he looks like his dad. Like works at a company where he knows a guy, and they'll keep it hush hush. That's what kind of got Daniel Jones.
0: Oh, amazing the way your mind works. I, you know, I will say uh, Bellinger, <laughs> the tight end for the Giants. He's a low key great tight end. Um, I kind of considered him putting in like one of my optimal lineups this week, but. Um, you know, he he, had, he has kind of like a lack of pedigree. Like, nobody really knows about him, so I kind of faded him a little bit. But I think he's really emerging, and he's going to continue to emerge, especially if these Giants receivers stay injured. So Bellinger. Bellinger.
4: Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. He, I was so on him, but then uh, in the preseason, he had, like, one of the ugliest, like, drops ever. And then I was just like, oh, man. He, but, no, nah, he, he's that dude.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. And, Hisham, we're going to move on now to your Pittsburgh Steelers. Black and yellow, black and yellow. <laughs> Beat the Tampa Bay Buccaneers 2018 in what I think was the biggest shock of the day. I knew Tampa Bay's offense was overrated, but today they took another. They took it down to another level in terms of how inept they were. Hisham, the floor is yours. Oh
4: uh, man, yeah, I'm, I'm geeked, but I think it was really just that channeling of that tough blue collar energy at home and Tom Brady thinking he could come with his 45 year old ass and. Uh, <laughs> No man, it was a, just like a, a straight up home field, uh, gritty Mike Tomlin get get the guys ready to go type of victory, and uh, you know really took everybody chipping in. Um, good to see Claypool come back to life. Um, that was kind of scary with having to pick it, so it'll be interesting to see what what happens. Um, you know, I think I think it was playing well before um, you know that that hit, but um, yeah, we'll see. It looks like I would have guessed probably at least a couple games out um so you know trubisky season again but that's not too good so future's a little bleak but it was a great win
1: so you you just gotta take it yep i mean you go back to steelers that defense is i I think that's what happened last week right we're like how could this defense get scored on so many points even though it was the bills that defense never looks that bad um under mike tomlin and his but Man, I think after what happened last week, this was almost a given that the Bucks are going to come in and just you know find their way, no matter how they wanted it against the Steelers. Man, what a shocker! What a shocker! Najee scoring, true. what a shocker! I mean, this <laughs> is, yeah, so, I know. Everything that, was, good that was everything that was happening was just the shock in that game. And Brady, I mean, I guess it wasn't too shocking that Brady wasn't moving the ball too well, but um, man, that yeah. defense, that defense, when they get going, they just don't stop.
2: I mean, guys, not only. Does Mike Tomlin look like Morpheus from The Matrix? But he coached like him too. Okay. Now, I, I couldn't believe how well this guy played. I, I know for a fact he had sleep apnea for sure, but that had no impact on his performance. I just have yeah. to say they held, they were incredible, man. They held the Bucks to one touchdown on the day, and they deserve this win, man. I think I think there's something. I got I think they got something going on for the week for the
0: year. Absolutely. No, you're right. The story of this game for me was Claypool coming alive. I don't know if somebody on the Bucks stole money from him. I don't I don't know if somebody called him a bum. I don't know what happened, but uh, he came alive today finally and he won this game for him. So moving right along to the late window, the Los Angeles Rams beat the Carolina Panthers 24-10 in a snooze fest. Finally, 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 they got Allen Robinson involved and it paid dividends. Cooper right, Cup take is
2: the an over. In, Can I just say this real quick? Yeah, Cooper yeah. Cup is an inspiration. To all white people. I just have to say that, okay? He's changing the game, this guy, all right? He's like, he's the Jackie Robinson of white receivers. I've never seen anything like it. Incredible performance from the whole team. They deserve this W, and I see them climbing up the ladder to go to the playoffs this year, for sure,
3: guaranteed. I told you to take the over, Omar. I think the spread was 10 points. They won by four. Okay,
0: did you see the the first half of this game? Carolina was winning for for most of this game. No,
3: no, no I, I I didn't watch this game at all. Yeah. I didn't even watch
0: the highlights. Yeah, it was the box It course. was a <laughs> snooze fest.
3: The Rams had to win this yeah. game in Carolina. If they were like,
4: yeah. So the, it's like not that surprising. Um but this is hilarious. Uh some some girl colleague uh, I knew was into fantasy football, so I tried to act cool and like look at her lineup and I was like, "Oh, I'll tell you what to do." I told her to uh, drop Allen Robinson and pick up uh, George Pickens.
0: <laughs> oh, man. Nice, beautiful sabotage. So I love really, that.
4: My credibility is, is done for.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I, dro- I had Allen Robinson in both my leads. I dropped him, so you know, yeah, I, I would have said the same thing. Um, well, I will and, say and, here. And, and,
1: and, and by the way, sorry, you can't. No matter what, I mean. It's hard to take the over when Stafford is turning the ball over like that. Even though they won twenty four to ten. I mean their their touchdown came from a pick six. That offense might not have gotten anything going, but my goodness, Stafford cannot stop throwing these picks. I mean it's even pick six. It's it's almost embarrassing to watch, man, because he won the Super Bowl. (laughs) Yeah. He, He had a pick six as well? That, that was their only touchdown. Dante for the game Jackson, game for yeah. The Panthers it was a pick
3: six. Uh, but 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 Stafford also threw threw an interception, right? Because the
1: Panthers played yeah, ten points, did. but I
3: had LA, la's defense, and they only gave up
1: four. That's what like I'm. That's that. what I'm yeah. saying. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it was a pick six for the Panthers.
0: All right. Okay. Yeah. Uh, one thing they're I'll say here terrific. is, go ahead. Oh, turp. Yeah. Oh
3: no, I'm just watching the
0: game. Man. Yeah, I know you are. Yeah. So another thing I'll say is Carolina used McCaffrey more as a receiver, which I think was was a lot smarter uh, to avoid <laughs> a lot of the damage because this guy, I mean, he's constantly running running into those D linemen, middle linebackers. Get him out there against DBs and outside linebackers, and he can be really effective. So I thought that was really smart. And then Robbie Anderson. I don't know if y'all saw this. He got into an argument with the offensive, one of the offensive coaches on this team, and then. Midway through the game, he was just like sitting away from everybody, and then they didn't put him in the game. And then the coach just kicked him out. He, he just told him to to get the stepping. He just kicked him out of the game. No, I thought first like a referee had kicked him out, but no, the coach told him to get out. So um, that's something to watch out for. I mean, this Carolina team, they might be tanking and taking fast. So moving on to the Seattle Seahawks beating the Arizona Cardinals 19-9. I'm going to go ahead and take the floor on this one. Uh, Ken Walker was the star of the game. 110 yards from scrimmage and a touchdown. Really shifty. One of the runs, he confused the cameraman, actually. If you look at the run, the cameraman went one way, and then Ken Walker went the other way. Um, Other than that, the Hawks' offense uh, wasn't great. The Hawks' center was snapping the ball a little bit too late and throwing off a lot of the timing. Uh, Cardinals' defense was very, very impressive. Uh, they must have watched a lot of game film on Gino because they were leaving a lot of cushion on the right side. And I think maybe Gino, that's his, his weaker side. Um, they got a ton of sacks. DK didn't get a catch until the fourth quarter. Uh, so I got to give big credit to the defensive backs, Byron Murphy, Buda Baker. Um, and as for the Hawks defense, uh, Arizona hadn't scored a point in the first quarter of the entire year. Uh, and they they put up three points in the first quarter. And when I saw that, I was like, all right, this is a get-right game for them. Uh, Hawks, the Hawks defense gives everyone get-right games. But, you know, the Cardinals tried five fourth downs. They only got one. One for five on fourth down. Kobe Bryant. Did you guys know the Seahawks have a player named Kobe Bryant? Yeah. He got a forced fumble and thought it woolen. Re- got, recovered that fumble. Thought it woolen. Has four picks. He's a rookie defensive back. He has four picks. He has like three fumble recoveries. He's a, he's like one of the stars. He might be defensive rookie of the year. And the Hawks pass rush, they got home on tackling. They sacked Kyler Murray. They did the impossible. What would you all think?
1: I think Kenneth Walker. You just found your new guy. That's it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I love I, I loved Rashad Penny. I every time I saw him I was like man I, I was surprised Chris Carson lasted as long as he did, but it's because Rashad Penny kept getting hurt. I think, man, Kenneth Walker, I mean, he looks like a monster in the back. Just watching him the his stance reminds me of Nick Chubb. It's almost like he's just standing up looking at the looking looking at the defense and the way they're lined up, just like the quarterback. And my goodness. And he's huge. Oh man. Just Recipe for success with Kenneth Walker at at back and, uh, what's his name, Metcalf running down the field, bodying corners. This is – that's fun. And Geno Smith slinging it the way he is, even though this wasn't his best game. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. That was a good game to watch. I mean, if you're a Seahawks fan, for sure. Big time. Kenneth Walker
2: looked good, man. But I'm telling you from now, this guy is going to be obese when he retires. Just just, just telling me from right now. (laughs) (laughs) He looks like he used way too much. He's huge. And his yes. face is fat, too, man. Look at this guy. Yeah. But good good performance by the Seahawks, man. You guys earned this. And yes. the defense played well.
0: Yeah. The defense Finally. never plays well. Finally. You know, the, the whole game I was thinking, um, I, I want the Cardinals to score quick because I want to see the Hawks play offense. Like, I just have, like, PTSD from this Hawks defense. But it never happened. They got a bunch of stops. But anyway, we'll go ahead and move on to the last game in the late window. The Buffalo Bills beat the Kansas City Chiefs 24-20. Incredible, unexpected defensive battle for much of the game until the game broke out in the second half. And I'll say, being a Bills fan right now must be amazing. With that quarterback, with that defense, with that team, I bet they're jumping through tables all across the Buffalo area tonight. Josh
2: Allen, man. What a guy. What a quarterback, man. Who would have thought a guy that looks like he works at Best Buy would be this good? This guy... (laughs) is insane man he's so good man i swear to god it's unbelievable
1: man.
2: Yeah. <laughs> but it's the bills yeah. man what do you what do you think yeah, is gonna yeah. happen i it's think i think they're going to, the to win no nope. um, yeah i
5: i think like um, you know like i've been saying i think with josh allen like um i don't think he has like the highest iq but his physical gifts, like, are so... Like, he, he has so many physical gifts that it makes up for it. So he'll make these throws where you're just like, oh my God, I can't believe he threw that. But then he'll make the play, right? Like, it'll be an almost pick or it'll be something like that. And I think what I was noticing in this game is that he and Mahomes, to me, have very similar skill sets. I still think Mahomes is is the better quarterback, But I think, you know, they have a very similar skill set. I think what I'm starting to think, though, is that I think Buffalo is the more complete overall team. I think their defense is better. I think they probably have better receivers. Um, And I think now, like, you know, Allen is kind of, I don't think he's as good as Mahomes, but I think he's closing the gap, right? And so now you have this complete team coming into Kansas City. And I think Mahomes just threw, you know, a couple of bad picks today. You know, it happens. So I, I, I expect there to be a rematch in January, or February, or
1: whatever. Um, so I'm looking forward to that already. Man, yeah, I don't yeah. know where to start with these guys. They're, they're just. I, 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 first of all, going in, I thought the Chiefs were gonna, were gonna find a way to win, whether it was last minute or early on. Just kind of set the <laughs> tone for the Bills. You know, you guys think you got it going, it's not gonna go the way you think it will, but that was not the case. I mean, the Bills were the ones who had the last lap with the, with the pick at the end. Jordan Poyer. I don't know if you guys saw this, but did you hear what Jordan Poyer did to make it to the game? Apparently, I didn't know this until like a couple minutes ago, he uh, he wasn't clear to travel um, for the game because of his ribs, I think, and uh, he, so he decided to drive 15 hours there, and then he has to drive back um, to make it to the game. That's the only way he could go to the game is drive, because he couldn't fly. Wow. Wow. Um, so that alone, I mean, the grit on this team and ah man it's tough it's 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 tough to root against them um and they're so fun to watch on offense and defense that's that's very rare and their kicker's is a stud there's <laughs> much much to sleep on so they're too complete they are too complete to go against at this point
4: josh allen for mvp probably
0: agreed agreed absolutely and you know one, one thing i kind of noticed in this game so there was a uh, Josh Allen kind of pitched to Isaiah McKenzie that it looked like he never saw. I don't know if you guys remember this. And at, at first it was like, I guess it was a fumble because it was a backward pass or, or whatever. And what I thought to myself is I looked at his helmet and I thought, these helmets need to be redesigned because if, if this if this was flag football, his peripheral vision would have allowed him to see that that ball that was coming. So there needs to be something like kind of like transparent that they're able to see like kind of like on the side of their helmets or they need to redesign these helmets. Um, that was – I don't know. That was just one of my takeaways. And then the, my main takeaway for the for the Chiefs was that they got to get Pacheco more involved. Like every time he touches the ball, he seems to be doing really, really well. He got two catches and like two rushes. And I don't know why they're not using him more. They should really use him more. I, I'm a big fan of rookie running back. So um, – <laughs> Anyway, um so that was the last game of the last window. We'll talk briefly now about the Eagles and Cowboys. The game is ongoing now. We filmed this in at halftime of the uh Sunday Night Football. The beginning, uh it looked like the Eagles were dominating. I think it looks like the Cowboys are starting to come back. We have two Cowboys fans in here. What what uh, what say you?
5: So, just real quick, let me just take this kind of opportunity um, so Radi, I'm sorry bro I didn't like our off air conversation I got a little heated I didn't mean to like go there so uh, that was just me I'm sorry um, but yeah I think um, as far as this game goes uh, I kind of expected something similar to what happened in the first half anyway I think that, that team and that organization is so hyped to play us every year you know it's almost like their Super Bowl every year and I was not surprised that our offense struggled. I think, you know, unfortunately it put our defense in a bad spot a few times and we ended up giving more giving up more points than we normally do. I'm a little surprised that we're kind of moving the ball right now, like a little pleasantly surprised. So I guess we'll kind of see where it goes and see if maybe we can't make this
2: interesting here. Bro, not an issue at all, man. I know you like that, all right? But here's the thing, man. Cooper Rush is... Four and one. I think he's gonna pull this off. You gotta keep. If if this guy gets benched, he's gonna go back to his first job, which is like assistant manager at a towing company. <coughs> this guy looks like every guy that's towed that's my car job. in the Virginia area. I don't know about you guys. He, for it, <laughs> but he's killing it, man. How can you? And he's gonna win today. I'm calling it. Mm. <laughs> I'm
5: calling um, it. Yeah,
3: I I I, th- I think uh, if I just may say something. I think we just we went. We built too big of a hole to come back from uh, Dallas. I haven't been able to put up points on the board. And I think going down 20 or nothing is, is uh, too big of a hole for us to come back from. But I really like what I'm seeing from the offense in the second half. Uh, Zeke looks hungry. Uh, the refs are back to just throwing flags on us for no reason. Oh, uh, I'm sure you saw that flag on uh, Kelvin Joseph. Yeah. Made no sense. That was, that was a textbook block. I don't I don't know why they threw that. Did they just pick up that flag? No, I think they picked there it up. Just... Oh, that's great. Amazing. Uh, Yeah, it looks like we're going to have a chance. I mean, if we can score on this drive. I can't wait to get Dak back, though. I think this yeah. game, the first half proved that we we need some better quarterback play. Yeah, Rush has done a great job, but he's <clears throat> a backup quarterback. He could start maybe for the Texans, maybe the Colts.
0: Come on, man. That's Davis, about it. Davis Mills. But – yeah, I will say just to to, to, to close this out. Um, yeah, I'm sorry, Raldi. Uh, Cooper Rush, I think the QB controversy is over. I think they're going to give Dak. Well, l- 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 let me hold judgment to the end of this game. M- maybe, he <laughs> and throw, and, and a... maybe he comes back and throws It scores three uh, touchdowns. Maybe um, he comes back and throws three touchdowns. But all right. So the way we close these the out. The
3: commanders. The commanders. The commanders. Oh, oh, we didn't talk about Thursday night, yeah.
0: Yeah. Do you want to talk about that? We're no, kind of running. We're kind of running think low Kup on time. Rush
3: is going to start for the commanders. This oh, year, oh, yeah. yeah. Nobody wants
0: to talk about Thursday night. Yeah, yeah. We're kind of running low on time. When they come on a Sunday slate, we're going to get Hamoud to talk about him because he's he's the commanders fan. So, um, so to close these out, uh, we're gonna do our hottest takes, and so basically, I forgot to do mine. I forgot to put one down, but um, I'll just go off the top. I'm can you know I've seen all I needed to see from the Carolina Panthers. Um, they're guaranteed number one pick, and as a Seahawks fan, I'm very upset because I thought that they might have been, you know, been able to get the number one QB in the draft, but uh, there's no doubt in my mind, Carolina is now imploding, and they're locked for the number one pick. Anyone else have any hot takes, any controversial opinions from the week?
2: I have a hot take. Lamar Jackson is going to play the Predator in the next Predator movie
1: a oh guy looks just <laughs> like Brennan <right? laughs> Look at him. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't want to follow a follow up to that one. I don't know if I could beat it, but um, my, mine is. I'm already gonna like this one. I think Kenneth Walker from this point to the end of the season, he's he's a, he's gonna be RB one in the week. Let's go. Ooh. From this point on,
0: I like that. I like that a lot. I'll say this. I
5: think I'm gonna call it now. I think Minnesota's gonna win that division. I know I was um, I know I was a little too high on them like uh, a month ago when I when I said they might win the conference, but I
2: think I think at this point I can see them winning the division. You guys mm-hmm. are sleeping on Kevin O'Connell, man. Just go watch some videos of his coaching. Yeah. He's incredible. He's so
4: inspirational.
0: Yeah. Alright. Naya Feshab, you guys got any takeaways from overall takeaways from this week?
4: The easy one is uh, I think uh, Cliff Kings- Kingsbury's seat is uh, his ass is on fire. Oh, yes. um, I think it's just everyone's kind of sort of exposed his offense at this point, being you know very um, understandable, and you know NFL defensive coordinators have picked up on it, and it's just uh, stale essentially. It's holding back um, Kyler Murray and. You know, I think enough is enough, but um, not really a hot take, but I think this the game, this current game could uh, potentially be, like, the pivotal point where uh, Jalen Hurts truly makes the push for NFL MVP. So I'll be watching that. And I think if he, you know, if, if Dallas comes back and then Hurts shows some grit and, and wins the game, maybe with a rushing touchdown at the end, um, I think you can make that case.
0: Absolutely. Nayef, we'll close with you, the best-dressed person on this podcast.
3: Thanks. Uh, I'm getting ready for work. So um, I'm just going to say Bailey Zappi is the next Tom Brady. (laughs) Throwing that out there. (laughs) (laughs) They they, they had a similar 40 at the Combine. Everything looks like like It's just setting up perfectly. Bailey Zappi is the next Tom Brady. That's my take.
0: My takeaway from that is don't do drugs before work. It's really not the best time to do it. Just watch. Watch. Alright fellas, thank you for joining this week 6 recap roundtable. I want to allow you guys at the end of the podcast to plug anything you want to plug, your social media, business, whatever you want to do. We'll start with Rodi.
2: Look guys, if you guys have been drinking coffee at Starbucks or Dunkin' Donuts or you know, 7-Eleven or whatever, do yourselves a favor and just add some joy to your life and up your coffee game. If you've had a nice cup of coffee, it really is a great start to your day. It's almost like when you wake up, that's your first rise. And then when you have your second cup of coffee, that's like your second rise. So I'm going to introduce you to secondrisecoffee.com, a specialty coffee brand that is expertly roasted by an SCA member who is certified in roasted coffee. We take this stuff very seriously. And if you give it a shot, you will enjoy your day.
0: Second Rise Coffee. SecondRiseCoffee.com. There we I'm go. Convinced. There you go. That's it. Habud, got anything uh, to got plug?
1: Nothing. I got nothing.
0: Okay. Naif, anything?
1: Oh, so-
3: sorry. I was just sipping on my Second Rise Coffee. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, last time you asked us to plug stuff, and I just grabbed the first thing I could see, and uh, I think I have an idea for a sponsor now. Shout out to the people that. Play-Doh. We need to get this as a sponsor for the pod. Play-Doh. We need to bring it back, man.
0: Absolutely. That's all I got. Adult Play-Doh. Hashem.
4: Uh, Follow me on IG at uh, Fantasy Alphas for uh, Fantasy Alpha. um, We we put out uh, fancy advice. We've been kind of, uh, you know, holding back some. You know, come, we're gonna come back strong. But uh, for IG, just follow me there. And um, I will say today was a monumental day because um, I beat uh, Graham Barfield in, in, in a fantasy matchup today. I don't know if anyone knows who that is, but uh, I was like, wow, that's pretty cool.
0: Nice, nice. Josh All right. Allen
3: will do that. Yeah.
0: Hell yeah! All right. Fantasy alphas. Oh, why?
3: Raleigh, does he pass the the name test? What's his name? Graham Barfield. <laughs> Where's he working? That's a
2: pretty good name, Graham Barfield. It's, it's, honestly, it sounds a little disgusting. Like he's a barfing. <laughs> <laughs> on the field. On the field. After you know? a Graham, yeah,
0: <laughs> a hey, Graham character. Man,
2: This guy's got a Twitter. He's 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 he's. Uh, what's the thing when you got a checkmark on your Twitter?
0: Verified.
2: Verified. And the homie here beat a verified
0: man. There you go. Hey man. Hell yeah. About to cry. Thank you, man. Clap it up. Clap oh, it nice. up. Oh yeah, we got we got some fantasy <laughs> champions in here. All right. Oh why? gotten anything
5: yeah we can't have this podcast uh without plugging coconut oath i feel like we have to make sure we do this get this in on a weekly basis Love so that. make sure you guys check that out uh you can just look it up on ig look <sighs> up smell coconut oud, and get that
0: with in.
2: how do you spell
5: yeah, that?
0: yeah smell like smell like a winner coconut <laughs> coconut o-u-d yeah, O-U-D.
2: yeah. Got it,
0: yeah. absolutely yeah best wanted to join he was driving back from charlottesville but thank you yeah that's uh, that's awesome thank thanks so much all right, fellas, thank you so much for joining this week six recap roundtable. This has been the Football v Football podcast. Follow us on Instagram, football underscore v underscore football. Follow us on Twitter, foot at F ball v F ball. You can watch this on YouTube, Spotify, and Anchor and support it on Kofi, K O dash F I dot com forward slash football v football. Thanks all again and have a fantastic day, football fans.
5: Thank you. Let's